In today's episode, we'll be discussing The Kingsman, directed by Matthew Vaughn, starring Ralph Fiennes as Orlando, Duke of Oxford, aka Arthur, Gemma Artitan as Pollyanna Polly Wilkins, aka Galahad, Reese Ephens as Gregory Rasputin, Matthew Good as Captain Morton, aka The Shepherd, Tom Hollander as King George, Percival, Kaiser, Wilhelm, and Tsar Nicholas, Harris Dickinson as Conrad Oxford, Daniel Bruhl as Eric John Hunson, Simone Hunza as Sholo, aka Merlin, Charles Dance as Herbert Kitchener, Aaron Taylor Johnson as Archie Reed, aka Lancelot. The film was released on December 22nd. 2021 on a budget of $100 million. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Hey, Kendrick. What's up, bud? We are back, man. Mm-hmm. Back after a long hiatus of some really not so great times. <laughs> That's uh, always the case, though. Yeah, it never felt. Exactly. There's always something. But yeah, it's good to be back, though. Well, recording. We've yes. released episodes the last few weeks. Right. So with the Spider-Man ones out there, and I made sure to put in the comments of it, do not listen if you have yet to watch the oh, movie, because yeah. I would feel terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. It, if you... it, it, here's my thing. It's it's we're we're a little late on it, but I think people if they've not seen the spoilers already out there in the media, right? Then that's you know, on you. That's that on you. Right. So, we, we we waited a good amount of time to put exactly. that out there. But uh, yeah. Uh, this this movie that we're talking about today, we actually saw long before it came long out, and before, before Spider Man, yes. and all the other ones that we just had release. Which is funny because we got to see this two weeks early and yeah. we've already talked about it. It was awesome. So memory is a little hazy on it. I wish I could go see it again. Oh no, I, I it was wonderful. Oh, it was I great. Mean, it was everything I thought it should be, and more because the comedy in it was on, oh, on point, point. Man, yeah. it the, was great. The only reason I want to see it again, like truly in theaters, is because I missed the first what ten minutes of it. Yeah, because yeah. I was expecting previews and everything. Exactly. We got to see a two week early showing with the Game Awards for the Kingsman. We were excited to go watch it. I got there. I was like, oh, I'm going to have about 10, 15 minutes because of previews and everything. Right. We, we walk in, you're sitting there, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? You're like, there was no previews. <laughs> I'm like, where are you guys at? We thought, you know, uh, and we had actually thought the Game Awards were going to come first. Well, it's because it was listed first on that yeah. uh, thing for Cinemark. So I was like, oh, okay, they're going to do the Game Awards first, which I should have known better because the Game Awards were going to be later at night. Right. So I was yeah, like, I, didn't. Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. Didn't really think about it too much. Uh, to talk a little bit, I'm not a gamer. Yeah, I, I, I'm a I'm a retired, retired, retired gamer. Uh, back oh, the Atari! I was you, man, <laughs> close. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I was PlayStation Three <laughs> when I got out of the game. That really? Yeah, hmm, I thought it was like you know PS2 era. You got it out of the game. Uh, close to it. Close to. I mean, you know, we. Well, I'll tell you, my my son had Xbox. Oh, he had the one. I mean, okay. I'd, I'd, I'd watch, See, but I, it was, I didn't play anymore. I got, I was, started getting the gaming with Sega. Okay. And then I got my PlayStation 1, then my PS2, yeah. and then I slowly transitioned over to Xbox. Right. I fucking love Xbox. Yeah, I, I did have the Atari. 
of course, <laughs> you know, Super I mean, Nintendo, 2600 to 5200. Uh, yeah. You know, the. I didn't get into Nintendo. I got a Sega. So you were around when no. the E.T. crash happened. Oh, heck yeah. I bet that was wild to watch it, from a distance. It's just, uh, Yeah. <laughs> it was. That was a horrible, horrible, horrible game. Oh, yeah. It's still talked it's about. It's terrible. Now, I, hey, I will stand by this. Missile Command was one of the best games ever made. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's a classic for a reason. Yeah, yeah it is. Um but let's get back into this. Uh, well, we're, we're going into a classic tale of history oh, is what yeah, we're doing. That's right. That's true. <laughs> well, it's okay. The Kingsman is a prequel right. to the Kingsman. Right. Uh, Kingsman and the Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Right. Obviously, the Kingsman, you're not going to top that, the first one. No. Be- was... Between Samuel Jackson, the church fight, Earth, I mean, uh, everything. You know, I yeah, loved it. I mean, the Golden Circle was good. Yeah. But you're not going to touch that first one. No. This one all. doesn't live up to... Really, either of them, and it's different, right? Like mm-hmm. it, the comedy's there because Matthew Vaughn is just quick witted. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's funny as hell. I mean, <laughs> there were points in this where I was like, "Damn, we're really going for this joke." Like yeah. balls to the wall. I'll oh, eat that no foot. Way. I'll lick that toe. Oh, type. Like, lick hey. his leg. I mean, that, that was that was that was crazy. R- what's his name? Reese Ethan <laughs> as Rasputin. Ray uh, Steven, that's yeah, the name? Yeah. Freaking MVP of that movie. Oh, yeah. And he was in it, like, as much marketing was around him. Yeah. Very small part oh, of the movie, yeah. com- comparatively. Very small part. But he was still in the scene every time he was oh, on screen. yeah. I was still laughing at those scenes all oh, the way up yeah. until the end of the movie. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It was hilarious. Ray Fiennes. I mean, I've, you know, Ralph Fiennes? Is Ralph, Ralph Fiennes? Fiennes. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes. I, uh, you know... Didn't really know he had those kind of dry comedy chops. The comedic timing, yeah, the, yeah, he's quick. It was it was hilarious, man. That was, whole cast was really good, yes. except for the guy that played his son. Um, he was a little dry. Yeah, it was. I, I would say it was that. miscast to a certain degree because uh, what's his name? It was not Matthew Good. It was Harris Dixon. Harris Dixon. Dickinson. Dick Dickinson. Yes. Yeah. And. I just didn't care for him. Like there were parts when he was with Ralph finds that was great. Mm-hmm. But then there were times it was like, you just, you were not holding your own in You're this not, cast, man. Yeah, like exactly. I, I've never seen him before. Never had really heard of him before this. Yeah. I think this was his first really major role. Correct. I think, wait, I can look, I got it right He's here. Been in something else. Uh, let's see here. He was in Maleficent mistress of evil. Trust uh, the drama series on FX. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, right. That's about it. Yeah, not too much. I mean, right. So, not really. I don't know if it was just a lot all of it once. Or... I think so because I think he, all the rest of them were small parts because especially Maleficent, he was a very small part. He was the uh, prince uh, that was uh, after Maleficent's love it. Uh, daughter the sleeping beauty girl. aurora yeah aurora. okay there you go yeah yeah i just he was like the one part of it that was just like eh i mean there was some crazy shit that happened in like the best moments in this movie were with him in it yeah and which is kind of sad because there was only like one or two scenes i'm like all right yeah he had the acting chops for that right. but the rest of it's just like you're not holding your own no. i mean it, good luck to you ralph fines and everybody else uh jamon uh, jamon hunsu yes thank yeah. you he i mean and uh Gemma. Yeah, they're oh. yeah. 
She was fantastic. She was the, she literally was, yes. the second best part of this movie, yes, right behind Ray. I agree. Even. I agree. <laughs> so funny. She was a she was top notch, man. Badass. You boys and your knives. Mm-hmm. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, obviously this is like we said a prequel mm-hmm. it takes place during the lead up to World War One and right. World War One itself. Right. Uh, Ralph Fiennes is the owner of the house that ends up becoming the Kingsman Estate. Yes. He is the Duke of Oxford? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Um, his son really wants to go join the military, become a military man, serve his country. Uh, he had already done it. Ralph Fiennes had already done it, right? That's how the movie began? Yeah. The movie begins with Ralph Fiennes and his wife in Africa. Right. They're, uh, they're on a humanitarian mission, all that. He's uh, has some ties to the military. Mm-hmm. Um but they are scouting out this military installation and they're seeing, okay, wait a second. There are people there getting mistreated or the, the uh, prisoners are getting mistreated. Right. Okay. So they ride up and everything. And there's then an assassination attempt on the, they attempt to kill the uh, head of the general at that installation. Right. While his wife gets in the way. Right. And she gets shot and killed. Um, and from that moment on, Ralph Fine says, "You know, I'm not. I'm not." He wants to be a pacifist. Yeah, at that I'm a point. pacifist yeah. from here on out. He wants to prevent things before right. they happen instead of exactly. doing that. And that that ultimately leads him into starting the Kingsman in exactly. basement with his maid and his butler, which Correct. is Gemma and Dumont. Yeah, uh, they freaking unbeknownst to the kid the whole time, right? And he's doing all this, like slowly building up these cases, and then of right. course it wouldn't be a king's move if there wasn't some Bond esque secret villains yeah. society that's <laughs> yeah. trying to build towards this whole thing. And they were for being such a big society, they yeah. were kind of underused. Like none of the big players that were there yes. were fully in it all the time. I mean, the only one that really had the standout obviously was Rasputin. Right. But the rest were just kind of like the movie focused a lot on the history yes. leading up to World War One. And twisting its circumstances to fit the storyline. Exactly. Which, it was a great history lesson because it stayed super faithful to the it, history to, to a certain I mean, point. To a certain point, yes, yeah. Besides the the dramatic effects and, of it. But. You know, and the triplets, you know, they they you know, they all weren't related, all the kings. And no, but that was funny so, as hell. That was funny. Yeah. That was good to, the German yeah, one was, yeah. the skimp arm was funny as yeah. hell. <laughs> Throwing <laughs> shit around all the time, getting all angry. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is funny stuff. But the, uh, the, the just the buildup, this was a long buildup before shit really started getting going, right? Like, right. it's a lot of information, story, mm-hmm. juxtaposition, building to the point where it's like, okay, we're starting the Kingsman. Right. Their biggest thing, like, Ralph Fiennes didn't want to kill anybody. Exactly. He was a pacifist. Came to a point where he's like, all right, we got to kill Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Clearly, really bad person. The world's <laughs> just a better place without him. We're going to do this. Right. They do it. The son and the father are happy because they got to accomplish something together. They're, everything's good. Stun still, the son is still on a mission to go join oh, the army. Yes. Got to go serve my country. Yep. And he's like, it's not what you think it is. I promise you it's not worth it. No. Yeah, he learned that lesson he learned the, hard it the hard way. <laughs> the, the very really hard way. The hard way. And that, I mean, that was the point where the movie really picked up pace, right? Right. Because yeah. uh, you have the Rasputin stuff, which is by far the funniest and the coolest and the most well put together yeah. portion of this film 
choreographed dances, right? Dance battle. Yeah, when <laughs> yeah. he ate that cake, laced with oh poison or the pie, yeah, and then he hurled, hurled it all everywhere. And he's like, it's like, it didn't settle well with my stomach. Yeah, like, yeah, I could tell. Dude is a nut sex addict. Yeah, oh yeah, he's rough. Okay. So he's over I think there. your son is trying to have sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, so, I, well, I was sitting there like, this is uncomfortable for me. Yeah, they sent the son as, you know, bait. Right. You know, for Rasputin and was like, oh, wait a second. And then his son's like, wait a second. He's really, you know, trying to be into me. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck's going on? Um, and then uh, Rasputin gets Tries to go after the father. Tries <laughs> to go Ralph Fiennes. What's crazy is he had that gimp leg. Yeah, half this movie, right? Like, yeah, because he got the shot. cane, everything, and then right. Rasputin actually fixed the fucking leg, leg by yeah. licking it and like using the chakra and, and points and everything. Yeah. And the bottom, just like this shit is fucking it's wild. Weird. Like, there's no way this is actually gonna work. He's playing this up. Yeah, and then he started like moving around everything. I was like, holy, holy fuck, shit. he actually fixed his leg. Yeah. And then they killed him. Yes. <laughs> Here's had your to. payment, good Jeez. sir. Yes. Had to kill him because he was going to kill them a lot. Oh, God. He's so and weird. And he was, he was a hell of a fighter. Uh, he took on what, all three of them. Yeah. He got stabbed, beaten, burned, broken. I mean, yeah, everything that they said. In the, and then, obviously, took the, the bullet to the head. Yeah. And then exactly. it's like, all right, then we're then dead. You're dead. Yeah. If he would have gotten up that last time again, I'd have been like, all right, this, oh, is, shit. this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> calling this it. motherfucker really was. No. <laughs> Something wrong with this dude. Supernatural. What's wrong? Well, yeah. I like when stuff does it. Like, it's such a supernatural thing mm-hmm. because of the legend built around it. Exactly. But in reality, it was actually just this, not, not to oversimplify, but the simple thing. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, yeah, he did get his ass beat. He mm-hmm. did get stabbed, he but did. not as much as they exaggerated to. Yeah. And he also, you know, used to take a tiny bit of poison to make himself immune to certain poisons. God, that was so funny when he hurled so, that freaking yeah. pie. Everywhere. Like, who? I mean, he ate it all. He was, <laughs> that was so gross. Dude, he really committed to that role. Oh, like, truly and honestly. He was, uh, he was Rasputin. He was, the makeup was awesome. Couldn't even really recognize him underneath the makeup. No. I mean, but it was like, okay, you saw the eyes. And he has, he definitely... Rice Ivans has those eyes that you can always tell. He's like, it's him, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it was amazing. Uh, so they they kill Rasputin, and they get a little bit closer to finding out who's in charge of this secret society. Right. Um, and I had picked it out early in the movie. Yeah, you I caught knew. it long before yeah. I did. Now, obviously, for the spoil, the 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 main leader of the bad guy group, they're on mm-hmm. this freaking cliff face tall tower of rock that nobody yeah. can get to besides this one elevator that goes all the way up where exactly. these goats and these goats yeah. yeah it's crazy <laughs> uh the bad guy's irish right mm-hmm. scottish, scottish. Or yeah scottish yep. and you don't know who it is because they always kept him in the shadows right now one of the generals that ralph uh ralph fines works with is got an aide that is shady yeah. as fuck right yep and I'm just like, uh, okay, something's off about him. But when the twist came out that that aide was the bad guy, right. I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, I knew it the whole time. I'm like, how the fuck did I miss that? Yeah, like, was, I just totally like, don't miss you know, that shit. Like, you could tell that that guy was a fucking shady character. I was just like, you're shady. You're the, you're the, and something's you're off. Be yeah, yeah, I figured something was off. I figured he was an agent and or like, a part of the group, but not the full blown leader of the group. Right. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I was like, this kind of hit me. Definitely. Left you get you put in those kind of movies. They always put the 
real baddie bad right next to the front and center. Yeah, yeah, right front and center. So. Try to try to be like, oh, it could be him. Is it yeah. him? Yeah. No, maybe yeah, not. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but uh, nah, it the action, the choreography in in the fight scenes, right. the uh, dialogue, the, the set pieces. Set, oh, beautiful the stuff. Freak, when they uh, okay, so obviously the son joined the army, mm-hmm. right? He went to the front lines. You yeah. got to see the trench warfare, which is just as bad as every... I mean, Man. it's nowhere near 1917 level, right? but it's rough. And it's then they have that fight in the middle of No Man's Land. That right. was really cool. I was like, all that right, now we're awesome. really trucking into this movie. Yeah. And then, yet again, the huge spoiler where the son ends up dying. Gets shot by friendly fire by a dude that thinks he's a spy. Yeah. The part that pissed me off the most about this movie was right. absolutely how underutilized... Aaron Taylor Johnson was. Yeah, man. His character was... He was fantastic in what little part he was yeah. in it, too. Exactly. And he ends up becoming, after all is said and done, the, you know, Ralph Fiennes defeats the bad guy, everything. A lot of, you know, great. Uh, I'm going to do this for my son now. Right. He ends up starting up the Kingsman and makes Aaron Taylor Johnson's character Lancelot, the right. first Lancelot. Exactly. I was like, no, nah, fuck that. I wanted him the whole time. Like, yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson? Hell yeah, Jordan let's do awesome, that. man. The, the going back to the fight scene in No Man's Land, right? The craziest part and the most realistic part, the the detail they paid in all of this, right? Was those guys had could not fight with guns? No, they, they had, had to be to, quiet. Yeah, they and, had to fight with knives. Yeah, shovels, whatever they had yeah. on them. Yeah, that was brutal. It was crazy, and they were yeah, it was brutal as hell. Now it, nothing's gonna be ever as brutal as that church fight scene in the first Kingsman. Oh, no. But no. it was a close second because yeah. Golden Circle had a few moments where it was like, damn, damn. but this one was like, this was just Ooh. tense. Yes, yes. Matthew I, Vaughn never skips a beat though. No. Like he really doesn't. Even when he does something totally different off the wall, mm-hmm. he does it right. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought that the guy that did Stardust, right. one of my one of my personal favorite movies, yeah. by the way, would go and do an X Men movie. That was a prequel to all the other X-Men movies mm-hmm. and make it one of the best, best X-Men, X-Men movies, movies there. Yeah. I mean, X-Men yep. First Class is freaking phenomenal. Awesome. And the fact that he didn't get direct Days of Future Past kind was, of bummed me out. Yeah, it was, but it was Days terrible. of Future Past was good. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, I didn't think it was as good as Everybody made it First out to Class. Be. Yeah. But, you know, it was a decent movie. Days of Future Past was a lot of nostalgia. I think, yeah. Because yeah. you had the Patrick Stewart, Ian yep. McKellen, all come back, Halle Berry. And then you I had agree. Wolverine jump back in time to the younger right. cast. So yeah. it was a lot of just like, aha, like it's a Spider-Man type thing, right? Yeah. Like you get all these get casts that. coming together. It's like, yes, yeah. this is, this has no choice but to be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I can, I can, I can go with that. But Matthew Vaughn took all these random ass characters. I mean, fucking Banshee. Yeah. Right. I mean, Havoc. <laughs> <You're>, what? <laughs> these are, you know. These are C, X, D, less yeah, level exactly. X-Men over here that we're Mayhem. making phenomenal. Banshee tried to have a run in his own comic book for a little while, and it was like, no, you just can't carry it, buddy. Right. So he goes, on a team. he goes from that to Kingsman, to Kingsman Golden Circle, and now right. to the Kingsman. Like, I kind of want to see him do other stuff. Yeah. But I'm happy getting more Kingsman. Yeah, hey, I like to see and him, too. And they actually said that he, uh, he said the other day on an interview that if this movie does well enough and they want another one mm-hmm. there he's looking to do a king's the king's man sequel with ralph fines aaron taylor johnson Gemma, oh, and jamon awesome yeah it would be fi- fucking fantastic I, I like the i like setting it in the early days yeah i like i liked it in the past well that was he, really nice. he's doing a third king's men yeah like that's already in the works right uh which would be fantastic just to kind of end that trilogy mm-hmm. 
but I would not mind seeing another King's Man as well. Right. Because that was that was a lot of fun and entertaining and just a good movie all the way around. Oh yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think of anything else in this movie. Let me. Oh lick yeah. Your leg. The- <laughs> Yes. Did you shave so, before that? No, no. just full on hair, huh? Yep. Uh, what if that had gangrene? Were you just gonna get in there? Just uh, yeah. <laughs> scoop it out. Scoop it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Jeez. gross. Yeah. So gross. That was terrible. That was terrible. What would you bring so to the party? Funny. I brought my gangrene leg. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. He scooped it up like crazy. <laughs> So fucking nasty, dude. It was so nasty. It was so hard to watch. It was terrible. I got to take my young brother with me. Yeah. They let my my parents let him go with me. And I'm just like, dude, I'm so sorry. And the way that Ralph finds was just gyrating it like it was like <laughs> oh so amazing it was orgasmic to him like yeah, exactly. i'm like you should not like, be enjoying this as oh, much boy. you are the only person in this room enjoying it as much right, as you are right, right, right now right. yeah man <laughs> highlight of the movie definitely the highlight it of the sure movie was. sure was now when uh the sun got domed oh, were you just as surprised was, as i was oh, i was surprised at that yeah because i never thought they were gonna kill really kill him right i thought you know he'd go there get well, blown up a i figured bit something was gonna happen to the sun just because the house had to be left to the organization yeah. somehow right that well, line didn't true. continue you didn't see any that's more oxfords true. that was that yeah that is true but i did like seeing like the build-up to like certain things and places like the kingsman taylor yeah like how that ended up becoming their headquarters because right. they were having clandestine meetings with the generals exactly. and the prime minister there right and then all the other stuff it was just really fucking cool they set all that stuff yeah, up. it was did a really good job it's not often a prequel can set up that much work that's already been done in the other mm-hmm. movies and make it make sense, sense. and work yeah. for how it works oh man everything flowed perfectly yeah. Now, a lot of people didn't like this that much. That's crazy. Got mixed though. reception. I know. It did not do well in the box office either. No. And that yeah. was kind of its own fault because it came out the same week or the week before Week before Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. That was not the brightest move on, well, Disney's part because yeah. Fox made that movie, but exactly. Fox is owned by Disney now. Yeah. So. I, I don't understand. Here's my thing. I, I don't understand why anything was set opposite of spider-man yeah that I mean, was a bad idea. that was a bad idea especially in this day and age i mean pandemic time people are picking and choosing what movies are going to no i think this movie seriously. came out the week after spider-man oh yeah yeah because spider-man was the 14th right uh-huh and this was the 21st this was the okay. 22nd oh came out the christmas week yeah spider-man came out the yeah, week before and spider-man still was still bad. on its domination yeah, run there was no was topping up that. speed well as he's Spider-Man's made $1.739 billion as of today. Mm-hmm. And that was released on December 17th. So yeah, a week before. And Kingsman was only made only made $114 million yeah. on a $100 million budget. Yeah, it's a tough one. The, the second that anybody announced like, hey, Spider-Man's coming out this day, everything should have cleared. Just like, whoop, gone. I think uh, Kingsman will probably do... All It'll do movies, well on DVDs. Yeah, exactly. Extremely Streaming well on DVD, and all yeah. that stuff. POV. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, all those movies that came out during that time will get their proper... They'll get a due. second life yeah, on Blu-ray exactly. and stuff. Yeah, but that was just... Which really begs you to go, okay, some of these things you're going to have to send directly to still. I mean, you know, putting them in the box office is just not helping them at all. Yeah. Some of these movies. I mean, right. and it's a shame that... You know, I don't want Hollywood to go to just, oh, 
Only superhero movies in the movies. Yeah. You know, that's terrible. No. Because, I mean, I you know, watching, you know, we're going to do a review some other time on Scream. But watching Scream on the big screen was great. Scream won't be for another two weeks. Yeah. So for, so for spoilers, the rest of this week is The Matrix. And then next week is American Underdog and the 355. Did you watch that yet? I've watched 355. Okay. Yet. And then uh, the week after that would be Scream and Moonfall. Gotcha. Because we're not doing Jackass. <laughs> Moonfall. This is going to be so much fun. Just, yeah. I think I get... Here's the thing. I see Halle Berry in this movie, and I think of that... Uh, what the hell was that movie? Um, film 43 or something oh, like that. Oh, movie 43? Or, yeah, movie God, 43. That is such a I, stupid I, movie. I, I sort of get that thought process. Every time I look at it, I'm like going... It seems a little silly. Uh, we'll see. We'll yeah. have to just, I just have to go M- movie forty three was oh, a it was weird ridiculous. one. The, it was the best part of that was the uh, Halle Berry scene where they were going on a date yeah. and they kept daring each other. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we're not going on a second date." It's like, right. what the fuck? You it just went through nuts, all this, man. That and the uh, the eye the eye robots or whatever the yeah. sex robots. Oh my gosh. And all the kids <laughs> were sticking their dick in the charging port yes. and getting it chopped <laughs> off. It's like, what the fuck do you think they were going to do? These robots are butt-ass oh naked. Oh, my gosh. That and Chris, Pat, Chris Pratt's and Anna Faris' scene where he was going to ask her to marry her. He was going to ask her to marry him. Mm-hmm. And she thought that he was going to ask her to let her poop on him. Oh, God. And then yes. she, he ends That's up getting right. hit by a car or something. Yeah. And it was shit everywhere. And oh, she was all happy. Man. It was gross. It was, oh, that movie gosh. was so yeah. bad. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> Still not as bad as looking that leg though. Oh no no no! Nah. That that was that was wild. But yeah, <laughs> that'll be uh, etched into memory for. Oh, it's honestly when we walked out of the movie, like you said, it was it's kind of a classic already because of how it played out yeah. and how everything ro- just seamlessly fit. I mean, the comedy fit, the drama fit, the action fit. Everything yep. was so just. It was very well fleshed well. out. Very fleshed out. That's yeah, just Matthew Vaughn, though. He's a yeah. He is a master craft yeah. in storytelling and directing and filmmaking no in general. He there's very rarely a moment where you're just like that eh, could have been cut. Yeah, because it's like no, that really mm-hmm. had to be there for mm-hmm. specific reasons because yep. of this, this, and this. I agree. <laughs> I love Matthew Vaughn. How, do you think I heard at one point that he was looking to? Um, Make something else. God, what was mm. it? Uh, <laughs> I remember reading it. And I was freaking stoked. Uh, let's see, filmography. Well, no, no. There was something. He's making a movie, another movie called Argyle, which hmm. I guess is based on the upcoming novel, the same name by first time author. It's got Henry Cavill, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard. Brian Cranston, wow. Catherine O'Hara, John Cena. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I saw that cast and I was like, under Matthew Vaughn's direction? Yeah, I'm happy. And it's coming to wow. Apple TV too. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I like that. Speaking of Apple TV, mm-hmm. you saw that article, right, about what's coming to Apple TV? What? Fucking the MonsterVerse. They're making a Godzilla show for Apple TV set, I think, from the articles oh. I read currently, it's set between Godzilla and King of the Monsters. Okay. And it's about Monarch, er, this family discovering their ties to Monarch and the history of the Titans. Oh, wow. Which I was like, yeah, more Uh, fucking Godzilla on a weekly basis? Yeah. Yeah, I'm there. Let's do that. 
on what? Yeah, exactly. Especially can, with the budget the morning or that, something like that. Yeah, especially yeah. with the budget oh, yeah. these TV shows are getting now. No, no now, kidding. The only thing that concerned me is why is Legendary giving that to Apple TV mm-hmm. when they're distributed through WB, WB and yeah. WB's got HBO Max. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck is going I on don't here? No. That's some. That's, that's disconcerting to a certain Maybe degree. Maybe because uh, WB and HBO Max need to fucking upgrade their servers. And, uh, yeah, there's some struggles sometimes, so, isn't there? Man, it's like, dude, come on. We're paying for this service. It needs to come on. Right. Come on. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but with the way these budgets have been for these TV shows lately, between Peacemaker and the Book of Boba Fett right now. Oh, my gosh. Those are yeah. freaking movies with themselves. More so yeah. Book of Boba Fett, because yeah. Peacemaker... You could tell it's a little, it's more of a, it's more episodic. So it's like a TV show, but still fucking awesome. That last episode when she, she's like, hi man, boom. Boom. (laughs) Well, you couldn't give me a warning. I thought the shotgun blast was kind of a warning. Yeah. (laughs) Some could argue that like, oh my God. That fucking John Cena. Oh my gosh. It is just over the top. Ridiculous. You know, you you and I've talked about before who we would love to interview for this stuff that we do oh right? yeah yeah uh obviously top of our list is kevin feige yeah certainly. quickly climbing up his ranks to second place for me is john yeah, cena though oh, yeah well yeah i yeah. love that guy love to have him on that guy is the funniest coolest dude yes in the world i mean and between him and the rock here's the thing too you can i mean certain characters certain people play characters that are just assholes and goofy yeah fucking people and you can't and you have a hard time separating them from yeah that asshole person mm-hmm. you can still do that with him right you can still separate and it's like He's okay cool funny guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just funny shit. Well, it's uh, especially with all the interviews he's been doing before leading up to Peacemaker, oh, yeah. always in showing up his costume. I was like, costume? Yeah. dude, you were committed. Yeah. Absolutely exactly. fucking committed. You're ready. Yeah. yeah. That is It's hilarious. I who if you would have told me when I was a kid growing up that Dwayne the Rock Johnson and John Cena were becoming some of my favorite actors, I'd have punched you straight in the yeah. mouth because you have to be insane. I hated wrestling growing up. Pro re- like the WWE and stuff like that. I hated it. Here's the thing. It bored the shit out of me. I liked wrestling. Yeah. But I would have never wanted to I've seen wrestling movies before. Yeah. And they're just shitty. I right. mean, they've been shitty. Right. You know. So I mean, I'm like going, no. <laughs> Let's not have more wrestlers do movies. Nope. This is not good. Those two um, changed the game. More so they, Dwayne Johnson. But, well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, and they and we talked about this I think a little bit ago in a review. Their relationship, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they were friends and then became kind of like competitive, competitive. And John Cena pretty much owned it. He said, yeah, it was pretty much me. He said, I I was pissed off at him because I knew he was going to be leaving wrestling. And he was, you know, one of the reasons why I got into wrestling. Yep. He was, you know, I looked at him as a, as a guide in wrestling and now he was going to leave out and just walk away and all this stuff. So, he, they buried the hatchet on that, and you know now you can tell it's like they've, you know, got that relationship back yeah. and doing the same things. But Speaking yeah. of uh, burying the hatchet, did you oh. hear what happened with uh, Vin Diesel and the uh, Dwayne Johnson lately? Oh, Vin Diesel I... made some sort of statement trying to get Dwayne Johnson to come do an appearance in the final two Fast movies. Uh huh. Most half-assed apology slash invitation back I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, when I read it and I read the statement, I was like, nah, no yeah. fucking way. There's yeah. no way in hell. He's going to be like, yeah, I'll come back for that. Uh-huh. And he's like, his, his response was pretty much just, nah, I'm good. I'll stick with Hobbs and Shaw. Thanks. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you fucking G. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, 
I got my own shit going on. You go ahead and do your. That dude's in everything. Literally everything. In everything. Doing everything. Well, he just announced that he's going to do another comic or a, a video game movie, a video game adaption. Oh, okay. Don't know what it is. He didn't specify. He just said, "I'll tell you more when I know more." Sweet. So me and my brother were brainstorming, and he's like, "My brother's like, what if he's in Halo?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can hear it now. <laughs> he's going to play. Chief. He's going to play Cortana. Yeah. What's my motherfucking Fuck name? Me. Cortana. Yeah. <laughs> Chief Duck. It's like, wait." That's why is, why is uh, Cortana's voice deeper it's than the Chiefs? Hey, <laughs> she's messing up my sensibilities here. <laughs> What's going on? The fuck happened here? Yeah. No, uh, that'd be awesome. I'd like to see that again. You know, anything he's in really right now turns to pretty much gold. I mean, you know, uh, he's doing that Super Pets with Kevin Hart. God, that's going to be funny. Yeah, I think it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be amazing. But uh, yeah, you, you see these guys in... They they've turned that craft into you know, it's acting. Mm-hmm. Wrestling's acting. Yep. So I mean, they've turned that and honed that into other things, and you know, yeah, but it's B level acting. Well, yeah, of course. These guys have turned it this into is, it's overacting. Yeah, they, they've turned their B level skills into, into superstar skills. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, boy, we have really went off tangent on the Kingsman. We have <laughs> good the movie. Kingsman it was great. It was good. It was we loved great it. Great movie. <laughs> Want to see it again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, before we go too crazy into a tangent, what would you rate this one? You know what? I mean, honestly, like you said, I, I felt like it was a complete movie after I left the theater, and I would go, I'm, I'm going to give it an 8-4. Okay. Besides the missing the beginning for me, obviously, because I'm, I'm, I kind of kind of went in half-cocked to that idea. Yeah. Uh, the slow kind of pickup and everything, right. once it got going... That it was nonstop, right, right? And I was not bored a second once it picked up that momentum. Mm-hmm. It obviously, it needed that mo- uh, the build up because it's okay. a World War One movie. Yes, uh, okay. I was gonna give it a seven nine okay. just because right. it the slow startup, but once it got it, got it okay. right. Like did not skip a beat. And cool, truly, man. honestly, I want a sequel. I want a sequel yeah, with Ralph Fiennes, and I want a sequel with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes. Because I want to see fucking Aaron Taylor Johnson. Exactly. Hey, Stanley Tucci is freaking Merlin. I, I'd like to see more oh, of him. Oh, God, yeah. I love Stanley Tucci. Yeah. That is literally one of my, like, the most underrated, underused actors in the world. Like, right. he could be in everything. I think so, too. And I'd be happy. I Even when so he too. plays an asshole character, I can't help but love the guy. Dude, he was, uh, there were, what was that movie uh, where they drilled to the center of the earth and Oh, uh, the core. The core. Yeah, yeah, I watched that not long even, ago. Yeah, dopey ass that, movie. Exactly. But he was still loved that guy. Exactly. Ah, that movie was so stupid. Yeah, it was. I it was entertaining. Yeah, but it was stupid it was as hell. Stupid. <laughs> it was like, you got you got physicists just going, oh my god. <laughs> well, okay, at that point, anytime this shit happens, it's like, yeah, duh, it's yeah, a movie. It like is. you should know better. Yes. Realism in the movies technically don't go hand in hand together. That's the whole point of the movies right so if you are a realistic type individual don't go see moonfall just gonna throw that out there right now because uh yeah not fucking happening whatever's yeah. going on Oof, that shit that, show that's some eh, crazy ass shit man <laughs> i'm like going okay depending yeah. on how this one goes yeah i may call an audible and be like fuck this we're doing jackass yeah. screw this because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm looking at moonfall going Oh, I've got I've got to suspend a hell of a lot you of know disbelief. What? If anybody deserves this role in Emmerich, that man has brought us some yeah. crazy ass shit in the past. Anybody that's directed Independence Day, yes, 
cool. I'm it's in. crazy. Yeah. I'll go. So anything else to add to this one? No, man. Uh, yeah. See it when it comes on a pay-per-view and just, you know, it, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's, it's highly entertaining. Movie. Give these other movies that got swallowed up by Spider-Man a chance. <laughs> right. And check them out. Right. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just. Oh my god. Uh okay, for quick two quick things I want to throw in before we cut it here. Um two PSAs. One, I want to thank everybody for listening and downloading last year. Yes. Indeed. Uh you don't know this because I haven't told you yet, but in we started in 2019. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get to do too much. 2020 uh was kind of a shit show of a year, so we didn't get to do too too much with right. that either. Really came full force back in the 2021 towards the middle of the year. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, I think I have a spreadsheet that said we only had like 500 downloads that year. Right, right. If we finished out the last year with like 3,700 downloads. Nice. So we grew, you know, Great, a, a freaking lot. And hey. I really do appreciate that. And I hope we can double or triple those numbers this year. Yeah. If not e- even more. Like I the hope growth so, we man. really appreciate. Uh, we do have a TikTok. That we're gonna to try to stick with a little more. Yeah, we're gonna to try to do. Uh, we're, we're we're. I'm both working the social media game. Social media shit. Yes, it's never been my thing, but <laughs> I am definitely gonna. So we are at, on TikTok. It. You just gotta look for movies in black and white. We are gonna get some merch out there. Yes, guys. I uh, keep saying it's coming, but it's that was you know. the second PSA. Uh, Mark has started his own vinyl thing and T-shirt business and yes. T-shirt. Yeah, go ahead and tell them where you can find yeah, that. Out. Uh, we're at uh, Mad Nuts Apparel. It's Mad underscore Nuts Apparel on uh, Instagram and Vinyl Legion on Facebook. Uh, yes, as I said, it is. I am terrible with social media, but it's getting going to get better very quickly. Yeah, we do everything from custom vinyl decals to custom T-shirts. Speaking of uh, and all that social media stuff, you, I have a book, an audio book that you need to listen to. Cool. Uh, it's called Crushing It. Okay. And it's by Gary uh, V. Have you ever heard of him? I think so. Yeah, he yeah. talks a lot about uh, social media and how it's useful to grow a business and stuff like that. Yeah. It's actually where you should be focusing all your efforts. Cool. So I, I finished that not that long ago. So definitely need to give that a listen. I'm going to try to yeah. up our social media game this year yeah. between yeah. Titter, Twi- Titter, <laughs> Titter. If we can say the start words right. Titter. Titter just sounds like a bunch of kitties on there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you we'll, looking at, Titter? Oh, what are you, what are you tweeting about? No, I, I'm te- I'm titting it up over here, Titter, bro. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter, uh, Instagram. <laughs> shut up, Mark. Uh, Facebook, and uh, what else are we on, bud? Oh, Twitter, man. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, yeah, we don't. Have uh, we have a YouTube. So I do. Yeah. We do have a Snapchat. Oh, we do. <laughs> we do have a Snapchat, but I'm you hesitant see. to use that Snapchat because I don't know what we'd use yeah. that for. Yeah, it's like but it disappears all. The yeah, time. we definitely need oh, to. Nice. We're gonna up that game this year. That is my goal for the year is to up that game. Yes, we are. So okay. Anything else? Hey, man. Just again reiterating, thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. We love to do this, and it is highly. Oh, we also have a Patreon too. Yeah, but we have nothing on there yet for rewards, (laughs) other than our, you know, gratitude for anything ever (laughs) donated. That's right. I highly appreciate that. Um, Yeah, no, that's uh, this is a lot of fun for us, and we definitely enjoy it. We're looking forward to trying to grow it even more this year. Definitely finish that website that I've been working on for six months. Yeah. Oh, life, you always get in my way. Uh, Yeah, it's a pain in the ass sometimes. It's just a pain. All right, yeah, Kingsman's still in theaters. So if anybody's looking to go see it, obviously go see Spider-Man first if you haven't at this point. But I'm pretty sure everybody and their mother has. 
Right. Go see the Kingsman. Yeah, I mean, this is a nice time right now to see some of there's, those movies. There's a huge lull right now. Yeah. I mean, the only big movie I would say of this month, and we have yet to actually watch it, was Scream. Right. So, you know, this next February is going to have some heavy hitters. Yeah. Uh, but now is the time to go see these before they slowly walk their way out of theaters, and Lord knows when they'll come out on DVD or Blu-ray mm-hmm. or streaming or whatever have you. So, okay. If you got nothing else, I'm done. I'm good. Off my soapbox for now. Until next time. Peace. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening. <laughs>